ready to grow your business by building relationships online and offline? Are you looking for a system to attract new prospects and nurture your past clients? Maybe you're a business owner, a sales professional, or an entrepreneur. If you are, then great. Join me, Janice Porter, as we blast past your barriers to success and explore the power of relationships for your business. And welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today, and thank you for your support as we spread the word about the importance of building relationships in business and life, and showing people that we care. It's been a very crazy time in the world recently, and um, we're having to show people we care in many different ways, and ways that we're not used to. And uh, one of them is uh, actually by reaching out and sending cards and gifts and notes to people and using Zoom a lot, which we're doing. So um, please make sure you let people know that you do care about them. I invite you to go over to my website at JanicePorter.com for a free gift where you can download my ebook, Seven Step Formula to Create Business Relationships That Last. And I, of course, I invite you to listen to um, my podcast and leave a review. And I'm very excited about my guest today. Dr. Madeline Ann Lewis. Hello, Madeline, and welcome. Well, hello, Janice. Thank you for having me on the show. It's really an honor and a pleasure, and it's always great to speak to you, I tell you. Thank you so much. Um, Dr. Madeline and I, I think we met through uh, LinkedIn, as I recall. It was a while ago now, and the interesting thing is I think that we were both uh, connected to an organization and uh, the same organization, a women's organization. And Dr. Madeline lives in Maryland and I live on the West coast of uh, Canada, Vancouver. So we indeed are far apart, but we have so much in common. And I just like to share a little bit about Dr. Madeline Lewis with you, and then we'll get into the conversation. So, She is the president and CEO of the Executive Women's Success Institute and creator of the online course, Crack the Career Code, How to Lead with Confidence, Charisma, and Credibility. I love alliteration. Can't help it. She is a career strategist, certified financial literacy educator, coach, trainer, speaker, author, business consultant, and host of the Success for Women radio show. Dr. Lewis conducts professional development training, workshops, and seminars that have been presented throughout the United States and abroad. And she has many, many accolades that she has been awarded and has appeared and been quoted in numerous magazines, newspapers, and websites, and so on over the years. And, and um, are you still the chair of the Women's Advantage, Madeline? Yeah. Yes, I am. Uh, yes. For, uh, per, yeah, Maryland and Prince George's County, yes. Right. So that's the organization that I was part of for a while and that um, actually brought us together in that um, we were both part of the Women's Advantage Forum. And um, I see, okay, and you've written books. Okay. Your mission is to help women accelerate their paths to success. And I, there is so much I can say. I actually was a guest on 
Madeline's radio show, Success for Women Radio, and that was fun as well and appreciated that a while ago. And so let's start with really, um, you know that my podcast is about building relationships and connecting with people and the power of relationship building in growing your business and your career. So let me ask you how that works with the training and coaching, et cetera, that you do with women. Is that something that you uh, teach or that you um, uh, encourage with people? Absolutely, Janice, because first of all, as women, you know, I always feel that we need to stay connected. We need to stay, um, be encouraging to each other. And we have to continue to build those relationships with each other because I'm always a, a, a avid proponent of when you get up there, pull one up with you. And oh, I so, like that. Yes, because, and that comes from building relationships because, you know, sometimes you, you may see something in someone that they may not even see in themselves. And so, but because you're, uh, around that person or maybe like i said building a relationship with that person then you automatically want to see them succeed you automatically want to see them excel and with women um one of the things that i stress is because what i noticed over the years in in, in being in corporate america and all the different arenas that a lot of times women don't tend to help each other up and so that's why I stress that. And so you have to build those relationships so that you don't always have to, and there's nothing wrong with having male mentors or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times women feel like I can't help another woman up if I'm up the ladder because they're going to think that I'm playing favorites, you know, towards women. Well, then that, that's just not so. It's not so at all. So yes, building relationships, that's very important. That's so interesting that you said that. It made me think of um, when you said about not, you know, bringing another woman up so that people don't think that that you're playing favorites. Uh, that always reminds me of um, uh, my husband was basketball coach and for many, many years, and he coached our daughter in high school as well. And And there was always this fine line between, you know, him looking like he was playing favorites by playing mm-hmm. our daughter more in, he always went the opposite and kind of played played her less. And, and I'm like, no, you know, she's good. She needs to be on the floor. But he was always so aware of that that it sometimes can work against you. And it's the same thing, really. Um, so, yeah, that just reminded me. Now, I think I remember, and it's not anywhere on your um, bio here, and I don't know whether you want me to even mention it, but I have to say that I know that you served in the military. And I think that is something that we don't have to talk about it specifically, but number one, I know people will want to thank you for your service. And secondly, it must have um, influenced the work that you're doing now. Absolutely. To be honest with you, that is um, being in the military. I was in the military for 22 years. So you're okay with talking about it then? Yes, yes. Yes. Well, you came, you, you um, left at a very high degree there, right? Uh, yes, I did. I, when I went into the military, I went in as a private uh, E3. 
Okay. And I, when I retired, I retired as a sergeant major. Wow. So that was to be to actually talking about the military, telling my story there is also how I started or had the idea to start my entire business to help women. Because mm -hmm. as I went into the military, I was in a lot of male-dominated units. I was in trans a transportation unit. I was in civil affairs unit. We were attached to the uh, 82nd Airborne uh, unit. So all the units that I uh, was in, it was a lot, you know, it was mostly males that were at the top. And so when I went into the military, I had a sergeant to ask me the question, what is it that you want from the military? Well, I was young then, and uh, the reason why I went in is because I wanted to travel the world, and one of the places I wanted to be assigned was Spain. Oh, <laughs> and, really? Uh, yes. And so when he asked me that question, I, I just said to him, I want to go as far as I could go. <laughs> and so he told me, he says, well, here's what you need to do. And he said, whenever you transfer into a new unit, get that unit specialty. And so I thought, okay. And I did that. I followed those, you know, that, mm -hmm. that uh, advice from him. And so every time I moved and I was transferred into a unit, I got that specialty. And because... Well, what do you mean by that? You mean that... Uh, the military has... Um, when Okay, for example, the transportation unit that I was in, yes. they call it... When you hear people use the acronym MOS, it means Military Occupational Specialty. Mm -hmm. And so the, the, uh, the, the MOS for that unit was 88 November, which was a transportation unit. That's how you identify the different units that you're in because you get uh, that specialty. Got it. And so when I was in the, the civil affairs unit, that was a 38 alpha. Mm -hmm. And so I, again, went to training. So you, cause you have to go to school, you have to go tra to training to get those uh, specialties. I see. And so I did. And because of that, I was able to get promoted into positions that, you know, if you don't have, a lot of times when your packet goes up for promotion in a unit that you're in, they look to see if you have that unit specialty, if you've been trained to do what that unit needs you to do. Mm -hmm. And because I always went to the schools and got the training, then I always had those specialties. So whenever my, I put in my packet for promotion, I would get promoted. Mm -hmm. And I also continued, of course, my, my college education. And they started looking at that, too, because in the beginning, a lot of time, you know, years and way before my time in the military, you didn't have a lot of college graduates. You had those that went into the military sometimes to finish college or to get money for college, but you didn't have a lot of college graduates. I see. So, yeah. And, and so women started coming to me and asking me, how are you, how are you moving up like you are? How are you getting these promotions? And they started asking me to look at their packets uh, some of them started uh, wanting me to do uh, mock interviews with them. Even when I got into my, in the civilian world, uh, I got the same thing because again, I, I used that same principle when I was in the civilian world in civilian jobs and I was being promoted and I went up, you know, um, 
up the ranks in my civilian jobs also. And I got the same thing. Women coming to me wanted to know how you're doing it. Can you help me? Will you uh, help me to, um, you know, prep for an interview I'm going to? Will you look at my resume? You know, different things mm -hmm. like that. And I thought, wow, if I can help them, you, you know, these few women that are coming to me, mm -hmm. why not do this on a larger scale? And that is what prompted me to start my business so that I could create a, a place where women could come to that they would have a, it would be a safe environment but it would also be a place where they can come and learn those skills or those uh like how, what they needed to do to answer some of those interview questions and so they wouldn't get frustrated or they wouldn't you know sometimes people get really nervous when they go for interviews totally. to, Yes, to teach them some of the skills that they needed to get through these interviews and be comfortable. And that's that's how it all started. From really interesting. my military, yes. Yes, yes, of course. I mean, it has to um, uh, form the backbone of who you are and therefore um, how you present to others, right? And, um, and I think that having that... Uh, I mean, your drive was there. That's obvious because you saw right away that how to play the game, so to speak, right? Whatever game you're in, you have to know how to play it properly. You have to know what the rules are and you have to know what you have to do to get to the top of that game, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so now, do you work mostly with um, women that are in corporate or do you work mostly with women in businesses of their own or is it a mixture? It's a mixture, and it's a mixture because um, the ones that come to me because of career, mm -hmm. they are normally in, um, you know, they're in corporate, they're in federal government, so it's, it's a mixture. And those that come to me for business, I started the business segment of it because, of course, uh, the Women's Advantage Forum, and, and it just brought another piece of the puzzle in to be able to help women that were transitioning out of the careers and wanted to start a business, but they, you know, wanted to know where do I start? I mean, do I get my business certified? You know, is it, is it okay if I have a home base office? What are some of the things that I need to do if, if I am in my home working out of my home? So that just brought another piece of the puzzle together to be able to help women in career, women transitioning out of careers into uh, their own business. That makes sense. Now, this, um, there's a thing on your website, I'm not sure if it's uh, happened yet or not, called Seeds for Success. Mm -hmm. is, that, is that happening now? That, the Seeds for Success, was a or I should say a um, book that oh, it's I, a book. Okay, sorry. It was a book that I uh, interviewed, was interviewing women from all different areas, all different um, backgrounds. Mm -hmm. uh, I had the, the attorney general. I had... Uh, wow. Uh, yeah, I, I, I got some women that were heads of magazines and just for them to tell their story to just like you asked me how did i get mm -hmm. started or, or what you know got me here to let them do the same thing 
And it's always, for me, it's always to show, even with my radio show, it's always to show women that there are other women out there doing it and you can do it too. Never doubt yourself. Never doubt the skills that you have. You just have to understand how to get them started and just, you know, to get them moving. You got to take action. You just can't sit there and say, oh, I wish I could do, you know. Um, Yes, Yes, that's so true. And and seeing examples of successful women certainly helps, for sure. I have a quote here that of yours that I think speaks to what you you just said, being proud of your background and unique attributes will ensure continued growth. Recognition provides the opportunity to speak about and showcase our experiences as women exhibiting strength in the business world. Yes. Yes. I love that. It was just, I mean, it just brings together to me everything I feel women are capable of doing. And the one thing that you always have to remember, your background and where you came from will also help you to move forward. Because, you know, sometimes we want to put things that have happened to us on the back burner. But when you're out there, and especially if you're a speaker and you're, you're training or you're teaching, you always have to relate to the people that you're, you're in front of. And the story that you have is going to resonate with someone in that audience. And even though you may not like some things that may have happened to you, those things are what formed you. Those things are what made you. Now, I always say that you, you know, you don't stay in the same position. If something didn't work for you, or something, you know, was holding you back, then you don't stay in that position. You always want to move forward. But again, those are lessons learned. And when everything to me is a lesson learned, Mm -hmm. you take that lesson and you move forward with it. But you can also use that lesson sometime to help someone else out of what they may be sitting in and trying to figure out how can I come out of that. That's so true. I, I totally, you know, it's like, Today, when we are, you know, in business and we are, we're, we're doing a lot of things now online and we're looking at um, who resonates with our story online, who resonates with um, the way we uh, present ourselves, the way we teach and so on, because they're the ones that are going to get the most out of working with you as well, right? Because they, they see that. So um, when you can, I would think that through the um, Women's Advantage uh, Forum, and I know because I've been a part of it, I would think that you see some people that come through there that you, um, you know, some will make it, some won't. And I wonder if you can think of a story of someone that you saw blossom and grow into uh, a business owner or um, a business professional that, you know, ca- you know, that came the furthest. Give a story about somebody. You don't have to say their name, of course, but just an idea of how it works. You know, uh, the Women's Advantage Forum, one of the things that I loved about that is the fact that their goal was to help as many women as they could get into the seven figures. Right. Yeah, they wanted them to hit that million-dollar mark. And so the training that they provided um, 
was sort of a, uh, you could go through the six month, you could go through the, the whole year, and they even have shorter forms now because I, I also do the shorter form. But the thing about it is that you could take them step by step with their business to bring them from point A to point B to point C to point B and to, to let them um, see how they can find those hidden, uh, that hidden revenue in their businesses, how they can find clients for their business, or even um, how they could, again, I mentioned about do, do I need to get my business certified? When I first started my my business and I and most of what I've done, I've done it out of my home. And my business, I had it certified because if you want to, one of the things that if you, if you want to go for government contracts and different things like that, a lot of times they look for certification from uh, the businesses. And Can I just stop you there for a second? Is certification like getting incorporated? Well, no, um, and, and I'm sorry, I should have explained. Okay. Uh, my certification, my business is certified as an MBE and a DBE. Uh, MBE is a um, minority business uh, enterprise. A DBA, oh. DBE is disabled uh, business. Oh, so that's, that's probably that's, something that's different in Canada then. Okay. Oh, so. okay. Yeah. And um, so I have, vet, I have the veteran certification, mm. which means that when I go for different contracts and they're looking for a business that has been certified, then that gives me a better edge to be able to get the contract. Yes. You know, and so those are the things that you need to know. Do I need to get a license for my business, even though, you know, I'm running it out of my home? Does it have to be licensed? Well, to me, any business that you're running, um, that you're doing, you want to get it certified, licensed, recognized in some way that it is a legitimate business that you're running because you want to grow that business. And as the business grows, you asked me about incorporation. You, you may, you know, take it to that level where it's incorporated because as it gets to, say, the seven-figure number, you definitely probably at that point going to be incorporated. Of course. Mm -hmm. And so those are things that as, uh, as you get into business that you need to know. So, I, I, you know, the women's advantage it is great for, I've seen women who's, who've ta who's taken their business from making, uh, um, say, under um, $100,000, who have taken their businesses within a year, have taken the business from $100,000 to, say, the $500,000 mark, and some even more than that. But it's all a matter of discipline. It's all, all a matter of knowing where the resources are, which is a lot of times women get into business and they don't know the different resources that, that are available to them too. Mm -hmm. And so when you understand these things, then you know that that's, you need certain, certain environments you need to be in, like the Women's Advantage uh, Forum. Those are environments that you need to be in environments like yours where you're teaching people how to use LinkedIn. Uh, before we came on the radio, um, the, your podcast, I was telling you, I've gotten a lot of guests uh, on my radio show from LinkedIn, but guess what? I'm not using it 
to its full capability because I know that just from our conversations in a short time. And these are the resources that women need to know about that you can use to help to grow your business. Yeah, so true. Thank you. So um, I think what I was asking is really, you know, did you see women uh, through going through the process that blossomed and grew as, as their confidence grew, as their knowledge grew that they, you could see that they were going to make it. Oh, absolutely. uh, Janice, I've had several uh, clients that have gone through not only my career uh, program, but to go through also have gone through the women's advantage forum, as I said, Mm -hmm. and, um, it's just one of those things where when you when a woman comes back to you and say, wow, I didn't know that I could do this. I didn't know that I could make this kind of money in my business. I didn't know that that resource that the Small Business Administration was there for me. That is just a joy and a pleasure. And I have seen that on more than one occasion. I have worked with uh, women that have progressed to that level where their business, when they first started, they just thought that it would be, this is what I'm doing and I don't know if I could do any better. But once they are taken through those steps, through different steps, shown where different resources are, shown how they can look for different things or change different things in their businesses, and then to see that business actually start to grow it it's it's been phenomenal it really has yeah that's so satisfying as a, as a trainer coach leader etc it really is when you see that and you see someone else um um step into their power right absolutely yeah. that's a, that's so cool so um i know that you we mentioned and and that you have and i was a guest on your radio show which is a little bit different than a podcast because i think it's it's a live situation correct mm-hmm. And who, um, can you think of one or two um, special guests that you've had on that, that you were very, very um, either excited about or in awe of and nervous about interviewing? Oh, my goodness. I had, you know, it's been strange because uh, when I mentioned a lot of guests that I had, I got on uh, from LinkedIn. Uh-huh. And some of them, I just thought, okay, well, I'm just going to see if I could reach them, reach out to them and see if they'll come (laughs) on the show. And um, I've had so many fascinating guests, you included, I might add. I'm not looking for that. I wasn't looking for that. I know, I know. But, you know, as I said, I'd like to bring on guests that will provide information to women, show them that they can do it. And I had um, oh, her name, Marsha Firestone. The oh, head. I've heard of her. Yes, the uh, she's Oprah. Uh, Wasn't she on Oprah? Uh, she's been uh, on everything. I've yeah, <laughs> but she she's over the uh, she's the president of the Women's Presidents Organization. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. And she um, to know this is another lady that. Actually, she's she's recognized as an, an expert on entrepreneurship, and right. she has just uh, brought so many women again 
into that uh, million dollar barn to help women to um, for the training that she's provided and to to just show them how to do it and you know uh, providing resources to them. So I was lucky enough to get her on my show. I have had um, uh, uh, Danielle Jer Jervy, well she's Danielle Jervy Harmon now. Another awesome lady who's she's uh, a CEO of Incredible One Enterprises, and she take women again to that level where she she will bring you in and spend like a weekend with you or one on one with you and just sit down and go over your business from start to finish to to just show you where everything is and how you can just um you know just take it just take it to the next level i've had uh monica davis she's with exceptional women magazine and again these are ladies that brought value to the show just by the fact that they could tell women you know here's how i did it and another person that i had on the show was christina davis she has her own show on uh the uh television uh channel one of the television channels she's her, she's uh like the ceo of uh president of pr for anyone and she basically tells women or shows women how they can get their products and services out there in in the public eye she was she was able to get um a, a product that she had done and it was a you know how when you break your foot and you wear the boot on your foot yes well she was able to get this her product on to the foot of diana ross diana oh. ross had hurt her foot and so she sent diana ross us uh you know gifted her yes just to let her see it and the thing about the boot her boot is that she had different designs on it it of wasn't course. those funny looking black ones yeah, or the yeah. steel looking one she had designs on it diana ross wore her boot and it wound up being an essence magazine it wound up being noticed on you know diana ross appeared at some event and of course she had the boot on so these are things that this lady, Christina Davis, uh, she does a, a regular segment on Good Morning Washington on ABC. I was trying to think of. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so she gives you all these tips of how you can get your product noticed and get it in the hands of celebrities, uh, to, um, for one. Yeah. And so these are the type of people that I've been able to, I've been lucky enough to have on my show i was trying to get uh, the uh, the movie star on there i don't know if you uh remember they had the sitcom that used to come on living single and her name uh was kim coles and we just could not every time we got her every time i got her scheduled then something came up and <laughs> she she had to reschedule so i'm still trying to because her story is fascinating too and i really you know would like to uh, have people hear her story you know being on a, a regular sitcom and 
you know, after a few years, those sitcoms are, are um, they, they're taken away. Of course, the show still, you can still see it every now and mm-hmm. then on, 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 a, on a channel. But just to hear her story of how you managed to get on these types of, uh, get into these types of areas, those are, to me, those are important things for people that are doing this, they want to do it, or even they want to be in media or maybe be the, the manager of someone who's doing that, you know? Right. right. So to find out about it. Well, uh, as far as Kim is concerned, that it's just not your time with her yet. It'll come. It will oh, happen. Yeah, yeah right? But um, some of these uh, interviews uh, I'm going to have to now go and listen to because it's ah. amazing. And, uh, and interesting interesting women that you've interviewed that's really exciting i love that and you know i'm always looking for um new and different guests as well and and i think you've just actually taught me something that i haven't done enough of and that is actually just reaching out and asking yes people that you want because unless you ask the answer is always going to be no right exactly and and that's how i got because a lot of these women that i've had on the show men included i've had a couple men on the show mm-hmm. i did not know them personally i just reached out i told them what the show was all about yeah and they were happy to come on the show Yes, it's been fun. It's been fantastic. Yeah, that's that's a big lesson right there. Just Mm -hmm. ask, right? Just ask. Yes. So this has been amazing. I love talking to you and I appreciate your pearls of wisdom as well. I'm just going to ask you a couple of last questions. And um, are you would you say, first of all, that you're a reader or more of a podcast radio show listener these days? Oh, I'm a reader. Uh, if you would see my um, book collection, I have, it's, it's just overwhelming sometimes. Well, I remember giving away six boxes of books and didn't put a dent in my books. So okay. I'm a reader, yes. Well, I love collecting books too, but I don't read them all. I love buying them, but I never get to reading them. I don't sit down long enough, I don't think. So there's a difference between your book collection and whether you're a reader, I believe. <laughs> yeah, you t- that's right. But for me, the leadership part and uh, staying up on top of my industry, yes. I, if I see someone who has something that I think is interesting that relates to my industry, I'm definitely going to get it and I'm definitely going to read it. That makes sense. And so then I think what I'm hearing is that you're reading business related books, not fiction books. Oh, now when I was growing up, I did love my fictions. (laughs) (laughs) I love my romance novels. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now I do stick to mostly I stick to the uh, business books or the something to do with leadership, career, uh, and things like that. Yes. Fair enough. I, yeah, that that makes sense. Um, if you could uh, give one piece of advice to share with our my audience that has helped you in business, what would that be? Well, I would just say um, just realize it won't be easy. Because, you know, be sure that you're ready for all the hurdles, the twists and the turns. Um, you you have to know and, and understand that you, to, to what it takes to weather the business startup storms or weather the career progression storms. Anyone who says that 
um, moving up into a, a, a career or into an executive level position or even uh, anyone who says that starting their own business was a piece of cake <laughs> it must have started at a time when all the planets were in alignment because I just don't see that being a piece of cake all the time. They're definitely in a small percentile if, if they feel that way. But entrepreneurs, uh, being an entrepreneur, it's a, it's a great feeling. And historically, going into business for yourself for the first time is is not an easy proposition, but it's also always well worth it. I always tell people it's well worth it. And even uh, if you don't want to be in business and you just want to be a career person, and but you mm-hmm. want to move up that career ladder, then learn the things that you need to do. Hone those skills that you have. You know, don't take a back seat. Don't walk into that conference room and sit in the back. Go up to the front and learn how to toot your own horn. Because as women, we have to toot our own horn. And that's not being arrogant. That's just knowing what you know, that you know, that you know. I love it. That it, that's a perfect place to end. And I, I, what, knowing what you know, you, I love it. It's just, it's so true. And yes, you do need to, um, to be seen and to be, um, not, to, not to be tooting your own horn in an arrogant way, but to be, um, rec, to be uh, not invisible, right? right. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's amazing. This has been a pleasure and a delight, and I so am glad that we finally got it happening. It took us a couple of false starts as well, so uh, I appreciate the time that you've spent with us today. Thank you so much, and um, I'm going to put it in the show notes, but please tell my audience where they can find you. Uh, Well, my website is exwsi.com. That's exwsi.com. And if you want to email me, you can email me at info at exwsi.com. That's info at exwsi.com. Perfect. That stands for Executive Women's Success Institute, which is where Dr. Madeline Lewis hangs out and teaches all these amazing women um, to get on the fast track to executive success. And I think you have um, a special report. Is that correct that people can download? Uh, Yes, I have a, if they go to my, um, again, on my website, Mm -hmm. you'll see the uh, my special report. You can download it for free. New rules for executive women's success. Perfect. Yeah. So again, thank you so much. And to my audience, please head over to uh, Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast uh, platform. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. And if you leave a review, even better. And lastly, just remember to Number one, stay safe right now. And number two, stay connected and be remembered. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. 
Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes. And remember to stay connected and be remembered.